Enoch was surrounded by people who had no place for God, people who spoke against God, people who were defiant towards God. And that sounds familiar, doesn't it? And here's the encouragement for us that in such a world, Enoch walked with God. That's what he did. And that is what we are called to do today. Welcome to Open the Bible with Pastor Colin Smith. And Colin, we may have someone listening today who can relate to Enoch. I'm surrounded by people who are hostile. I'm wondering how I can keep going, how I can even keep walking with God. Yeah, if you're in that position, you'll know it can be pretty discouraging. And and you may well have found yourself asking the question, you know, is it even possible to sustain faith in the kind of circumstances that I'm in when I'm surrounded by so much unbelief? Well, I hope you're going to be really encouraged today because we're going to meet a man who did sustain faith and did walk with God in some very dark circumstances and at a time when people were very, very hostile towards God indeed. You know, what's fascinating to me is that the world never changes. You know, we see around us that the culture is becoming increasingly hostile towards Christian faith. But now we're going to go today back into the earliest era of human history. And guess what we find? The culture there was very hostile towards living faith in God. And yet we're going to follow the story of a man who walked with God even in the face of these kind of difficulties. It's a wonderfully encouraging story, and I hope and pray that it's going to be a means of encouraging you to walk with God today. Let's get back into that story today. We're in Hebrews chapter 11, so I hope you'll open your Bibles, if you can, looking at Enoch as we continue the message, Faith Walks with God. Here's Colin. Now, Enoch did live with a profound awareness that judgment was coming. And we know that not only because of the prophecy that is recorded in Jude, but there may also be a hint of it in the name that Enoch gave to his son. A.W. Pink says that the name Methuselah, which Enoch gave to his son, can mean... When he is dead, it shall be sent. Now, there's a strange name to give to your son. When he is dead, it shall be sent. And Pink suggests that perhaps Enoch gave this unusual name to his son because God had revealed to him that when Methuselah died, the flood would come. And that, of course, is exactly what happened. The flood came in the 600th year of Noah's life. And if you compare that with the long years of Methuselah's life, you will see when you put the numbers in Genesis chapter 5 together and add them all up, you will see that God sent the flood in exactly the year that Methuselah died. When he is dead, it shall be sent. Enoch, the world as you know it is going to be washed away. And I'm going to let you in on a secret as to when it will happen. When your son dies, 
the judgment will come. Now, Pink asked this question. If that revelation had been given to you, what effect would it have on you? Every time the boy takes sick, you're going to say, this could be the end of the world. When he is dead, it shall be sent. You would live in the constant awareness that it could come at any time. Enoch knew that the judgment of God was coming soon. He knew that he had to be ready to meet with God at any moment. And in the light of that, Enoch walked with God. Now, do you see how that speaks to us today? Are we not in precisely the same position? It is appointed to man once to die, and after that is the judgment. And not one of us knows where that is today, tomorrow, 10 years, whatever. Therefore, at all times, we must cling to Jesus Christ as our Savior. We must walk with God by faith so that we are always ready to meet him by sight. Enoch walked with God in the light of the coming judgment. Third, Enoch walked with God after he became a father. Notice Genesis chapter 5 and verse 21. When Enoch had lived 65 years, he fathered Methuselah. Enoch walked with God after he fathered Methuselah. So it seems that the responsibility of becoming a father caused Enoch to feel that he needed God in a way that he had not really felt before. Now, um, some of you might think that 65 sounds quite old, but at this point, remember, in the scale of things, these folks are living typically 10 times as long as a regular lifespan today. Uh, so at 65, Enoch was about one-fifth of the way through his lifespan. So a person a fifth of the way through their lifespan on a normal span today might be around 18 years old, I guess. So here then is a young man who suddenly finds himself in a place where he knows he needs the help of God as he had never quite seen or felt it before. Somehow Enoch had got through his early years without too much trouble. Always believed in God, always come to worship, always offered the right sacrifice. But when Methuselah was born, Enoch knew that he needed help. And he began to walk with God. Now, maybe some of us today know what this is like. Something big changes in your life. You have a new responsibility. You're not in the position that you were in before. And suddenly you have an awareness, I'm out of my depth. Has it occurred to you that God may have pushed you out of your depth so that you will seek him in a way that you have never really done before? You become a father and a mother. You find yourself saying, God has 
given me this wonderful gift of a child if I'm to raise a child in this ungodly world I'm going to need strength I'm going to need wisdom I'm going to need patience I'm going to need to have a really pure heart how am I going to get these things I can only get them from God himself I need to walk with him so Enoch walked with God He walked with God in the light of the coming judgment. He walked with God after he became a father. And then fourthly, Enoch walked with God until God took him home. This was the pattern of his life after Methuselah was born. Not just for a short time. We're told, verse 22, Enoch walked with God after he fathered Methuselah 300 years. That's the rest of his life. Enoch walked with God, verse 24, and he was not for God took him. Now here's something that uh, I found fascinating, and I think there are some significant things here for us today. Genesis chapter 5 is a chapter of numbers. You can just see that looking at it. And as every accountant knows, the numbers always tell a story. And I want to make two observations from the numbers here today. First, Adam was still living when Enoch was born. And uh, you can have some fun if you're inclined to just adding up the numbers, uh, perhaps later today. But if you add the ages at which each of these patriarchs became a father, just put them end to end, you will find that from Adam to the birth of Enoch was 622 years. That's 130 plus 105 plus 90 plus 70 plus 65 plus 162. 622 years. Then we're told in verse 5 that Adam lived for 930 years. So clearly, Adam was still living when Enoch was born. More than that, Adam was still living, if you add the numbers further, when Enoch's son Methuselah was born, and he was still living when Enoch's grandson Lamech was born. In other words, nine generations, imagine this, nine generations were all living at the same time. Adam lived to see his great, 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 great grandchildren. That is an awful lot of birthdays to remember. Nine generations living at the same time. Second, Enoch was taken soon after Adam died. Now again, this is just very clear from the numbers in Genesis chapter 5. Adam died after 930 years. And if you add up all the numbers, you will find that Enoch was taken up to heaven after 987 years. So this was soon after the death of Adam and before any of the others listed in Genesis chapter 5 had died. Now, as you think about that, imagine the impact of the first recorded natural death in the Bible. Remember, Abel had died, but he had been murdered. 
And that had happened before Seth or any of the other characters listed here in Genesis chapter 5 had even been born. But at some point, Adam began to get weaker. And can you now picture Seth and Enosh and Kenan and Mahalalel and Jared and Enoch and Methuselah and probably little Lamech as well? And they're all gathering round the old man. And they knew what death was because they'd seen it in the world of the animals. But they'd never seen it in a man before. And then the first man died. And all the others are looking and saying, Oh, this is what's going to happen to me. It's the first awareness of death in the Bible. Death by natural causes. Death by the passage of years. But God is full of grace and of mercy. And soon after the death of Adam, the first death by natural causes, and before anyone else in this list has passed that way, God gives this wonderful sign that one day the power of death will be broken. Death, you see, is like a river that separates us from the presence of God in heaven. All of us have to cross the river. But Enoch did not go through it. God, as it were, picked him up and just took him across it. Enoch walked with God, verse 24, and he was not, for God took him. Hebrews 11, verse 6 says, Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death, and he was not found because God had taken him. And God is giving, do you see, to all these other men, this marvelous assurance that one day, Even death itself will be conquered. Enoch was taken. And of course, as we stare back into the midst of the earliest history, we find ourselves saying, well, how in the world can that be? And the answer, of course, lies in the resurrection and the ascension of the Lord Jesus Christ, to which this story so clearly and so wonderfully Points Our Savior broke the power of death when he rose from the grave. And the scripture tells us that he was taken up into heaven. Acts chapter 1 and verse 11. And he says, I go to prepare a place for you and I will come again and take you to be with myself that where I am, you may be also. You know, death for a believer, whenever it comes, is Christ taking you home. Most of us will be taken through the river. Those who are alive when Christ returns in glory will be taken across the river without ever going through it. Either way, it is Christ who takes us up. And we will be at home 
with him. We've been looking at how Enoch walked with God to four truths, and we'll hear about a fifth truth in just a moment. You're listening to Open the Bible with Pastor Colin Smith with a message called Faith Walks with God. And if you ever miss a message, don't forget you can always go online, stream the messages directly online, or download them for free as an MP3. We'll get back to the message now. Here's Colin. Enoch walked with God. He walked with God in the light of the coming judgment. He walked with God after he became a father, and he walked with God until God took him home. And here's the very last thing today. Enoch walked with God by faith. Of course, that's the central emphasis of Hebrews and chapter 11 that we're looking at, and immediately after telling us the story of Enoch, it's applied in this way. Hebrews says, without faith, it is impossible to please him, that is God, for whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Now, here's where it comes right home for us. You see, we're looking at this marvelous story. Enoch walked with God. Well, that's wonderful for Enoch. What has that got to do with us? Well, do you see how Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6 applies it to us directly? After telling us about Enoch, Hebrews says, whoever, whoever would draw near to God. This is not just something for Enoch years and years and years ago. This is for us today. Here's an open invitation, as inclusive as could possibly be. The word whoever, whoever would come near to God. You want to walk with God? You want to know the conscious enjoyment of his presence? Yes, this is open to you. How? It's open to you by faith. Notice what Hebrews says in particular. If you would come near to God, if you would walk with him, if you would live in the conscious enjoyment of his presence, two things, you must believe that he exists. Now, there's clearly more to that than believing that there's a God. Whoever would draw near to God, literally translated, must believe that he is. He is. And there's a clear allusion there to the wonderful revelation that God gave to Moses when Moses said, what is your name? And God said, I am who I am. And Hebrews says, if you're going to walk with God, if you're going to draw near to him, you must believe that he is who he says he is. In other words, don't go looking for a God of your own imagination. God has made himself known in the scriptures and supremely in the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you want to walk with him, you must begin here by believing what he says about himself. And second, if you would draw near to God, and this is open to any person, if you would draw near to God, walk with him as Enoch walked with God, then you must believe that he rewards those who seek him. 
In other words, there really is something for you to do here. You must seek him. Walking with God doesn't just happen. There's an intentional activity on your side as well as on the side of God who draws near to you. You must draw near to him. You must seek him. So it's no use saying, if God wants me, he can make himself known to me. No, God has made himself known to you in Jesus Christ. And our calling, your calling is to seek him. This is a constant theme of the scripture. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek, then you'll find. Knock and it will be open to you for everyone who asks receives. And to the one who seeks, he finds. And the one who knocks, it will be opened. Or back in Isaiah in chapter 55, seek the Lord while he may be found. That's now because he's made himself known in Jesus Christ. Call upon him while he is near. That's now as he speaks to us in and through his word. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord that he may have compassion on him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. And as you seek the Lord... He gives you this marvelous promise. He rewards those who seek him. You say, what is the reward? The reward of seeking God is finding him. God is the reward of all who seek him. God says to Abraham, do not be afraid. I am your shield and I am your very great reward. God has revealed himself in the scripture and supremely in the Lord Jesus Christ so that all who seek him will find him. You will seek me. And you will find me when you seek me with all your heart. You've been listening to Open the Bible with Pastor Colin Smith and a message called Faith Walks with God, which was originally part of a larger series called Living by Faith. This was one of the most popular broadcasts over the last 12 months and we've put 10 of the most popular broadcasts downloaded or requested over the past 12 months into a series which we're calling Listener Favourites 2023. We've also put these top 10 messages onto a CD set and you can get a copy of that set if you want to set up a new donation to Open the Bible of £5 per month or more this month. You can find details of this offer on the website openthebible.org.uk Also on the Open the Bible website you'll find Open the Bible Daily. These are a series of short two to three minute reflections written by Pastor Colin and read by Sue McLeish. There's a new one on the website every day. I caught up with Sue in the studio and asked her what the devotionals mean to her. Well, for many years, I've benefited from reading Colin Smith's daily devotionals, which are available on the website. I've always found them compelling and relevant. As a retired drama teacher and a person who loves God's Word, 
I just feel very privileged to be the voice for these readings. You can find Open the Bible Daily by going to our website, openthebible.org.uk. Click on the menu item Resources and then Open the Bible Daily. You can find Open the Bible on all the major social media sites, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. If you use any of these sites, we'd love it if you would follow us. We're easy to find. Our username is the same on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. It's at UK Open the Bible. On YouTube, it's at Open the Bible UK. You can also find us using the search on any of the sites, UK Open the Bible. Or you can always simply go to the Open the Bible website, that's openthebible.org.uk, go to the bottom of the homepage and click on your preferred social media symbol. Once you've found us on social media, please follow us or subscribe to our channel. And when you see one of our postings, please like it. Or better still, retweet or resend it with your thoughts and comments. That way we get seen by all your followers and they have the opportunity to follow us too. Let's grow the Open the Bible community. For Open the Bible and Pastor Colin Smith, I'm David Pick and I very much hope you'll join us next time. What does it mean to hunger for righteousness? Find out next time on Open the Bible.